Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Pinzer. I'm here with Alan Blanchard, and we are talking about new jazz for June 2021. Thanks for putting together another edition of the playlist, Alan. I'm excited to jump into some of these tracks. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's been a good month. We're getting into the, uh, I don't know, the hot time of the year, both weather and music or whatnot. You know, a bunch of, bunch of cool releases, some some old stuff coming out, some new stuff coming out. Uh, I don't know. I'm here for it. It was, it was a very uh, diverse playlist, I feel like, this month. Is that right? What what makes it more diverse than usual? Usually it's pretty diverse. I, I don't know. I mean, it might be as diverse as last month. I just feel like this one's a little bit more diverse. It's more diverse as in like than what I would listen to myself. So it's uh, eye-opening, I guess, you know um raising awareness you, you know you discover weekly except curated by us, by us. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so if you want to follow along on the playlist of course it's available on spotify if you search for this is jazz today curated by outside of music you'll find it just put it in that little search bar you want to follow and you can see uh the new tracks each and every month um, we always try to keep a few back months there and then update it every month to uh, to kind of showcase what's what's been happening in jazz. So I know you're very excited about the number one slot, but we got to start with number 10 and work backwards to, to build up the anticipation to Alan's favorite saxophonist. Um, and I'm just teasing him now, but uh, let's you're not wrong. Right into- I don't- yeah, um, we start off with this. Uh, Killing bass player, uh, Charnette Moffet. Uh, I hope I pronounced that one correctly. I think I did. Um, who's really came out with a new album, New Love, out on a uh, Motema earlier in June. Um, man, it's killing because I don't think that like a lot of people really get. Wait, hang on, hang on. I played the wrong track. Error, error. <laughs> Well, d- did not hear the track, so didn't know that you played it. There we go. <laughs> but killing album um, that came out, and it's really cool to hear like the electric bass kind of in the forefront of the band again. You know, there's like there are certainly people that have done that along our years, but like I don't know, it's not. It's just not as common. I feel of a thing that's being released now, especially in this position where like. It's not even like, wow, you can really hear the electric bass. It's like the electric bass is in front of everybody else and, it, you know, playing the melody and, and, and everything. Um, I mean, there's there's vocals on the album. There's definitely some uh, thoughts to like faith and, and his entire uh, relationship with all of that. But I mean, it's 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 a killing record there. And there's also a good like not all the tracks sound the same, which is kind of nice, you know, because I feel like sometimes when you get to some people and they have like their, their sound, it's like, okay, we got your sound on track one. We got your sound on track eight. We got your sound, you know, two albums later. So it's interesting. Like when you get inside of a record and it's like from track one to track 10, different vibes, you know, different music, different approach to compositions and whatnot. So I definitely think people will really enjoy it, especially bass players. Yeah, there's some. He's definitely a virtuoso of the instrument here. Got some crazy, crazy bass stuff happening there. But uh, excellent. I think uh, you said it all. You had so much 
insight to share this uh, on that one. I'll move into somebody else who I didn't know until now. Uh, and I don't know if she's necessarily a new artist, but new to me. That's Angela Wrigley. Yeah, and uh, you know this is her debut album, so I won't give you too much crap. You know, on a seller uh, music group. I mean, it's killing. She first off is vocalist and then a great pianist and Rhodes player as well. Um, the, the core of the band is her and Derek Stoll, who also plays piano and organ and bass, and then Dave Lake on drums. Um, I mean, there's some guest artists like Corey Weeds shows up on some of the tracks. Uh, Vince May, the trumpet player, Rod Murray. Um, Bob Finsk is on a couple of tracks. So, you know, it's to me, it's one of those things where like it's really interesting to just hear like people's debut albums and the new people coming like i don't know if a a bill evans album dropped you know like i'm gonna listen to it because it's bill evans but i want to hear like who's coming out like how is the scene changing and progressing and you know stay hip with all the new people as they say or whatnot you know Mm -hmm. so it's killing i think people will really enjoy the album it's um I mean, it's a piano trio. It's it's that vibe. You know, they got some guests, mm-hmm. but like it's a piano trio vibe. It almost reminds me like a la a little bit of like Diana Krall. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think people will enjoy it. You know, check it out yourself. Uh, some good songs on it. She also does a good version of like a, You Stepped Out of a Dream. And uh, I took the title track, You Know What Love Is, which is another beautiful standard. But it's it's a good collection of songs. It's a great song. That song, you don't know what love is. Yeah. Is it any originals or is it just standards? So I'm just trying to get to know this artist. I think they're they're standards, to be honest. Because like, let's see, Hoagie Carmichael's like "I Get Along Without You Very Well." Uh, yeah, I think they're all standards. Or not standards, or at least covers. Because, like, you know my name, I think, is from a James Bond movie. Like, I think oh. that's Casino Royale. I Don't quote me on that, but I think <laughs> it's Casino Royale. Um, is that a new James? That's one of the new James Bond ones, right? Well, I think that was also an old James Bond one. But, yeah, you're you're right in that it was also they, a new new one. They redid it? They can't keep yeah. up with all these redos, man. Yeah, they did. Uh, one was back in the uh, '60s. I mean, the recent one was 2006 with uh, Daniel Craig. Right, right, right. Daniel Craig, classic. Oh, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Can you let James Bond films? Uh, okay, so moving on to a number eight release for this month. Uh, this one from, of course, uh, I was reading a book that. Uh, was calling him this this particular artist like the uh, you know, the savior of jazz from the uh, or I guess I don't know when did he come on the scene around 2010 2009 2008 something like that uh, Kamazi Washington he's got a new track out here huh I uh, I don't know if I would credit anybody with the saving of a genre yet but you know well, that's no, killing but. You know, when he's not uh, busy saving crime in the jazz scene and making sure that it still exists, he was uh, casually, you know, scoring the Netflix uh, show for the Michelle Obama documentary. So Uh evidently he can do some things. Um, But man, he is 
it's Kamasi Washington. He is killing. It's always uh, interesting to hear like what's going on, you know, with uh, his band is always like super, super talented and really uh, eccentric and whatnot. So these, these songs are coming off of a new uh, compilation EP uh, music for the movement, which also has uh, a series on the website. I think, the undefeated um but man it's it's killing i think people will really enjoy it uh, obviously you, if you're a kamasi washington fan you listen to like everything that he does um but i don't know it's killing i don't have much more like you're right though he's like incredible at sax he's a phenomenal writer to me like everything him is almost like um like pat Metheny, if you will where like it's not just like here's a song it's like a, an entire like production um which could also you know like a la snarky puppy or whatnot but it's just like there is no hey we're just gonna get up here and we're gonna play a tune you know like there is an entire like sound landscape going and it's it's a big thing and it it takes some time to develop and and everything like that but it's it's a killing tune i'm excited to see um what else comes out you know uh because he's here to save jazz it was from this uh, the book is um, Playing the Changes. Nate Chinnon, that uh, writer, works hmm. at WBGF. Yeah. He was just talking about, like, there's always been these various saviors of jazz, and Kamazi was just one of the, was like the modern one, you know. Um, anyway, you can read the book if you want to find out more. <laughs> but, um, yeah, of course, Kamazi doing a lot of great things. Uh, but now we're going to turn to a couple of our artists in a row here to showcase their great music, um, both of them from June, uh, of course. And so first up, we've got the follow-up from Tomoko Omura on her first record, Branches Volume 1 with Branches Volume 2. This is her, her tune, the, I can't even say it. I'll, I'll take the flack on this one, Urashima Suite. That's, that's where I would have gone here. I mean, to me, this album is so interesting. Um, it's violin and like you know how often were people listening to jazz violin and it wasn't like here's a really bad pops orchestra cover or whatever you know like this is like legitimately killing and it has a great brand band um like glenn zaleski who you're hearing right now on piano and it's phenomenal writing um a lot of this music goes back to like her heritage and so it uses like traditional influences everything but man it is uh, a great project and i would really encourage people to check this out and her past record uh branches volume one since they kind of you know pair off of each other very directly there um but it's killing and and it really opens your perspective more i think at least from a musician is like how can strings be utilized and it's not just like strings playing a chord sustained you know or it's not as much as like the strings play and now the band plays and then the strings play you know like she does a very very good job in in front of the band and is is killing at what she does and and her writing and her playing and everything so would really recommend cats checking it out yeah and she also has some really great um illustration based illustration videos animated illustration videos it's a nice i don't so i'm not sure why i can't speak but um 
there are some cool videos on her uh, YouTube channel if you want to check those out. Really well done. T kind of telling the story of the stories that are uh, in this collection. She had some also before. They're kind of Japanese folk tales. Some of these are based on uh, from volume one and volume two. So there's some kind of cool animated videos that she put it together to accompany the music. Because I think some of the pieces are supposed to be pretty, uh, what do you call it? Programmatic. And yeah. Kind of tell yeah, the story. Yeah. All right. So I'll let you introduce the next one because this uh, next artist is a good friend of yours. Yeah. This next one is from uh, a great jazz vibraphonist on the up and up, uh, Jalen Baker. You know, there's... I will completely admit that he is the reason I listen to jazz vibraphone now because I was just unaware. And then he told me I was stupid and I needed to check out some other people. Um, but this is his debut record. This is me. This is us. And it, um, it has a great band. I mean, it has also my roommate from college, but uh, Gifton Gillen on trumpet. And it also, I think that these paired really well together because this one then also has a string quartet with it. So kind of showing like how strings are used, but man, it's a, uh, it's a good record. He's, he's a very, um, very talented writer, I think, and very modern, you know? So if you're into like what's going on now and hearing strings with it and, and, um, like some soul influence and some R&B influence. And, but he's always doing like phenomenal covers of like Michael Jackson tunes. Uh, I think on this record, he has a cover of a Stevie Wonder composition and whatnot, but definitely worth giving a listen to. And I, I think uh, we'll see some great things with him coming up. I mean, already on the road with Ulysses Owens and whatnot some. So it's a good album. A lot of good uh, press coming in for him. He's been on the road. He's uh, got uh, what do they call that, Grant? Jazz Road in South yeah. Arts to help get his music out there. So uh, Jalen doing great things. Um, for some reason, my computer is freaking out right now. So we'll kind of leave Jalen there and come back around here to the next track. So we're going from new to one of the greatest of all time, of course, and that's uh, something new from Mr. Miles Davis. Yeah, I mean, I think we talk about this every so often. It's just like, here's some new record that was lost, and then now it is found. And this is kind of that. It's Miles from what was um, one of his final live performances uh, in France at the Jazz A Vienna Festival, Vienna Festival. Um, it's killing. It's it's definitely late miles. So if you're not into late miles, you won't be into this. You know, like Miles was very uh, it covered very broad spectrum of what he was doing. You know, all the way from like cooking <laughs> to this. Um, but I mean, it's this really killing cover of uh, human nature, um, and it's cool timing too because I've just now started listening to. I don't know, Miles Davis after sketches of Spain uh, because that was a thing. And it's tough to grasp all of Miles Davis at once because of everything he's done. So I would definitely recommend checking it out. Have uh, have an open mind and, and just, just enjoy it. It's just, it's good. It's good. Just listen to it. It's really good. And it's also 18 minutes long. It's a live version. Yeah, well, it's, it's a little long. So maybe grab a bowl of snacks. 
I drink, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sit down and just take it in, take a break in between if you need to, but it, it'll, it'll be a minute. Yeah. And also some a bunch of other jazz artists have kind of covered this particular tune, human nature, you know, I know it's on um, yeah. Ulysses record, Ulysses Owens Jr. His record. Um, and some other people as well, of course, but uh, a recent, a recent asset of music version of Human Nature, if you want to check that out. Uh, and now moving on to number four for this month, we've got uh, Brad Meldow, and this is a follow, must be a follow up on that solo record, he, record that he did a couple months ago. When was that? Uh, I don't know. It was a year ago. I don't even remember. Yeah. I don't know which one you're referencing, but this is a like, you know, Brad Meldow uh, with a chamber orchestra, which is just, uh, it's interesting. You know, again, it's like one of those where it's like, okay, I appreciate it a little bit more because like a musician and, and just hearing like compositionally what's doing and whatnot. But basically he plays a theme and then has uh, 11 variations on it, you know, and they all go through it and, and whatnot. And it's kind of it's kind of cool to hear how that's taken out of a uh, like a purely classical context, you know, like it's not Carnival of Venice. It's Brad Meldow. And so you're going to get some really, really introducing, uh, interesting harmonies. And it's it's just it's always interesting to me because like, I feel like there's always some tone, like colors that you're going to get from this type of an orchestra, no matter what. And then somehow Brad Meldow found like the darkest possible piano he could have ever used. That's like, no, like you could play the top range of it and it's not going to be bright. And then he's also going to use the, the darkest harmonies he could have done. Uh, and so it's a really cool interaction and relationship between the two, but that's Brad Meldow and he's a freak of nature and phenomenal what he does. It's the classic Meldow sound though, that super dark, dark, dark sound and dark vibes. I don't know how, when I play a piano, it's not that dark at all. Okay. We can both play a C and somehow his is incredibly darker than mine. So I mean, whose fault is that? Mine. Mine, absolutely. I wish I could have the sound on a piano like that. I would quit. I would quit trumpet and just just do that if I could. If I could even play half as good as Brad Meldow. Well, I mean, he's done it for a lot longer than you. This is this is also true. This is also true. Much much longer than I have. So, it's it's to be expected. Uh, and now, uh, from chamber orchestra, we're moving back to a small group. Here, some straight ahead stuff from a really, really great trumpet player that uh, more people I think should know about if they don't know about him. A, uh, a stalwart, do I use that word here, of the New York scene? <laughs> Played plenty of gigs with Bruce. This is Bruce Harris and um, his tune called Satellite. It's not the train satellite, right? Or is it? <laughs> I was going to let you find out, but. This is a, yeah, it's a killing album. And it has also a phenomenal band of all people that I feel like are, are solidifying their way as, as uh, the pillars of the New York scene, if we want to go with that. You don't want to use my words? No, no, I figured some variety with uh, yeah. Sullivan Fortner on piano and David Wong on bass and Aaron Kimmel on drums. Um, also, there's the vocalist guest on two tracks, uh, Samara Joy. But yeah, I, I think Bruce is is severely underrated. 
I think he's like absolutely killing him. He's just one of those guys who's you know, on the scene up there. He's just playing everywhere, but it's like he can he can play. People need to be checking him out a lot more. He you know has definitely some uh, Clifford Brown in his sound and everything. I mean, he's yeah, like right. he's ridiculous. He has great lines. He's, yep. he's I've heard he's a really 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 nice guy. Mm-hmm. I think people should be listening to him more. Uh, he doesn't have that many records. records. He doesn't have that many records out. So, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I think this is only his second. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't recall too many from him. So, ah, but yeah, he's great. Screw it. You guys can go find him on YouTube or something. He's killing. <laughs> um, okay. So, moving on from there, someone who we've been featuring a few times recently on the playlist that's uh, jazz guitarist Julian Lage. Lage. Lodge, Lodge, oh, Julian Lodge. I don't know why I can't pronounce anybody's name today, but I think this is finally the album that we've been hearing so many singles from. It is, it is indeed, and uh, you know, featuring also like his incredible trio of uh, Jorge Roder and Dave King from the Bad Plus. Uh, he's killing. I mean, I don't really know what else there is to say about it. It's like the, this is the modern jazz guitar vibe you know um it's like there's him i mean alex wince is obviously on the scene like peter bernstein still but like julian to me doesn't always sound just as much like um like straight ahead or straight bebop or something you know like like he has like a very unique sound i think that's like really uh, genuinely his and I, I think many people will enjoy him and especially if you're someone like coming over from a different theme you know like maybe you're a guitar fan of country or of rock or something like that I think that you could uh, bridge that gap with Julian pretty well and and not be disappointed whatsoever yeah he has kind of that I mean he doesn't really sound like Bill Frizzell but he has a little bit of that like folksy Americana yeah sound that at least i associate with bill frizzell for sure yeah i would definitely agree with that he's he's killing he's killing and especially the track that we did uh last time with uh booze blues like you know besides being a fun name to say it's it's a killing track (laughs) and it it has like all that influence and and whatnot so i think he has a he has a little bit for everybody a little bit for everybody how nice how nice and uh, we're going to close out this week, this week, this month with um, something from the great saxophonist Kenny Garrett. And um, it's a single from an upcoming album, I believe. Let's get yep. this playing. Yeah, it's an upcoming uh, album coming out um, late August uh, on Mac Ave, I believe. Sounds from the Ancestors. Um I don't know. This was a given. I mean, Kenny Garrett released a new track and it's going to go on the playlist and that's how that's going to go. Incredible alto saxophonist. Um, yeah. Turn it up a little bit. This guy is killing. It, it's phenomenal track. And it, it always amazes me like what he is doing rhythmically and harmonically and everything, because it's like nothing I've normally heard. And it's nothing that you're going to hear in like your normal jazz history class or like in your jazz theory class you know it's always like extensive and like very influenced from uh like africa and 
and the Caribbean and, and all of these different harmonic sounds that they have and like the way that they're approaching rhythms. Um, and then somehow Kenny Garrett just gets to float across uh, the top of it and do whatever he wants. And it doesn't matter how hard it is because he'll make it sound very easy. Uh, but just absolutely killing. And I'm excited for the next record. Uh, it's coming out, which kind of just came out of nowhere. And then it's here. So maybe I'll stop listening to, uh, you know, songbook. Um, you won't because that one's yeah. a classic. Everybody goes back to it. Yeah. But like I, I say, I might, but this is also his first record he's put out in five years. Oh, has it been that long? Yeah. So he did do your dance back in 2016. Oh, wow. You know? Uh, and it's like, I'm still stuck on his record from 97, but yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute, man. It's, it, but I'm, I'm stoked to see it's here. Yeah. That's going to be cool. So that will be August. You said, so I'll be looking forward to that. And hopefully many of our favorite jazz musicians being able to get back on the road, get their music out there, get new records happening. If you want to hear these 10 tracks and all of the tracks from the rest of our monthly playlist, you can go to Spotify. Of course, this is jazz today. You can see all these tracks, go to all the albums, support all the artists, go buy their stuff right from them. Cause of course that's always the best for the artist. So we hope you can do that. Um, Alan, any parting thoughts for us this uh, this month? Uh, no, not particularly. I mean, there's uh, you know, I would say go check out uh Emmett Cohen's show. That's really cool. They had Sean Jones the other night, you know, and um, oh, his I'm, live stream show. Is yeah, his live stream show. And I'm telling you now that uh, Kenny Garrett will also be on the playlist uh, come the beginning of September. <laughs> so <laughs> it's already been decided um it's gonna be the number one slot again yeah and then uh you know just, uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the summer wear sunscreen you know it's 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 hot out there ladies and gentlemen man it's been crazy yeah super hot but anyway um enjoy the summer just like alan said and uh we'll catch you back here again next month with another playlist thanks for listening and of course we'll catch you next time